0: This week's episode, we're doing something a little different. My friend Robin interviewed me for her podcast a few weeks back. It's called Mindful Conversations. And I thought it would be fun to share it with you, my community, because she pulls some things out that you may not know about your favorite culinary nutritionist at this point and I thought it would be fun to share. So I hope you enjoy. And if you do, let me know whether you send me a DM on Instagram, or of course, you know, I would definitely love a review on the podcast platform that you're listening to right now. Or in real life, just let me know what you think about this one. I think you'll love it. I'll talk to you soon. Welcome to Healthy, Sexy Nutrition with me, Michelle Fox, culinary nutritionist, health coach, and your host for this podcast. I teach busy professionals how to get more nutrition in their bodies and how to have more fun in their home kitchens. If you struggle with consistency or sometimes forget to make your needs a priority or you avoid planning your meals... You, my friend, are in the right place. Join me each week for inspiration to increase your energy, discover new recipes, manage your hormonal woes, and so much more. You are a busy professional, but that does not mean your nutrition should suffer. You deserve to live in a body and
1: have a life that you love. So let's dig in. I'm so excited to be with my newfound friend, Michelle. Michelle is a nutrition coach who I had the pleasure of meeting when crazily, I actually was taking a class on how to make an Instagram reel. While Michelle was patient and taught us the fun of this new technology, I don't know what we call it, but this new media, Uh, it was more about the content. That she was talking about that I started to wander off on. I wasn't really being, I wasn't really focusing on how to make my reel because everything she was saying was really interesting to me. So I had to go back and revisit how to do that. And in doing that, I learned even more. And I thought, oh my gosh, I think that the folks who listen to mindful conversations are going to fill their minds with some new and great info on how we can increase our energy decrease our belly bloat for some of us who are listening we might even find a few tidbits on relieving ourselves of menopausal symptoms like hot flashes and night sweats for our guys listening i'll bet there'll be some good tidbits on mindful eating and our and the ladies as well but most of all for all of us michelle is a master at helping us shift our mindset around making new and healthy choices. So without further ado, I want to introduce our guest today, Michelle Fox, culinary nutritionist and all-around light. Michelle, welcome to Mindful Conversations. Thanks for joining me today.
0: Thank you so much, Robin, and thank you for that introduction. It is such a sincere pleasure to be here with you.
1: Mm, I love the way we connected, and I'm excited to learn And continue to learn even more with you and fill my mind with, I'll bet, another another something that will make this day even better. So let's chat on and tell me, or tell us if you will, um, for those who haven't had the pleasure of knowing you, if they were to meet you the way I met you, through a class and then at the end an opportunity to chat with you, and we asked about you, what would you tell us? Yeah,
0: thanks for asking. So I would tell you I am a culinary nutritionist. And then typically people kind of look sideways or (laughs) I I decide like, "Mm, not quite sure what that is. Don't always know uh, if I can ask her. So then I always quickly follow up with, and that means I help busy professionals get more nutrition in their bodies. And I teach people how to have more fun in their home kitchens.
1: So what does that look like when you say have more fun in your home kitchen as someone who stands in front of the refrigerator at five o'clock every day and thinks, what am I going to make for supper?
0: (laughs) I love that. And I'm going to answer you in two ways, because my first reaction when you said that is I am naturally a dancer. So typically in my Instagram reels, which is how we originally connected, And or in any of my workshops I'm doing live, you're probably actually 100% of the time going to find me dancing in my kitchen. And so that's my idea of fun. I understand that is not everyone's idea of fun. Um, But when you told me next about standing in front of your fridge at 5 p.m., I immediately went into teacher mode, meaning oh my gosh, I need to help Robin with meal planning because that's actually one of the pillars I teach in all of my group coaching programs. We always start week one with meal planning. And for my friends who are listening to us, please feel free to go to michellefox.com forward slash planner to get your free meal plan template. Because when we meal plan, we not only save money, I promise you, Robin, we're going to save time as well. And we can, of course, jump into that later. But quick plug, if you just spend like 30 minutes planning ahead for your week, then there's never going to be the what's for dinner question because you will have it either on your fridge or in my house. We have it on the wall next to the fridge. I've got three kiddos and they know the rule. Don't ask mama what's for dinner. Just look at the board
1: (laughs) and there you go. (laughs) I need to put the board up because it is definitely a conversation, even though I have no kiddos at home anymore. I do have a husband, and it is a thing about what's for dinner. So I love that. And see, we've already got a link that will be in the show notes for us to make our lives even a little bit easier. I tend to put the music on around five o'clock and light a candle and pour myself a drink. And then I, I sort of ease into whatever. But I do know that in the mornings that I know what's for dinner that night, my whole day changes. So that's helpful to understand. But I'm wondering, can you back up a little bit? Have you always done this? Or did you used to do something else that led to this? And what might that story be? Yeah, thanks for asking.
0: So I have been focused on nutrition, I feel like all my life. It's so interesting. I actually turn 50 this November, which I'm celebrating like you would think I was already 50 because I feel like I kind of weave that into every conversation I have <laughs> because I'm just so <laughs> thinking excited about being 50. It's like, okay, Michelle, bring in a step back. Let's appreciate 49 as well. But all of that to say is from a young age, I had a lot of issues with anxiety. I had issues with keeping weight on actually when I was little. I had issues. Um, Actually, I've actually never said this publicly, but I don't mind sharing. I had some disordered eating when I was in my 20s because I was a professional ballet dancer in New York. And so sadly, that community is even still riff with eating disorders. Um, But from there, and what really got me on this nutrition path is about 20 years ago, I was trying to get pregnant and nothing was working. And so my OB at the time, she's like, well, let's just take this little blood test turns out I am gluten intolerant. And oh, by the way, dairy intolerant as well. And so when I took those things out of my diet, it was magical. I lost about 20 pounds. It felt like overnight. I'm pretty sure it was like over two to three months. Um, But I had more energy. I started sleeping better. I'm Mm. like, oh, like this just kind of opened up a whole new path. And so I just started paying more attention. And then of course, when I was out with friends, I'm like, have you considered this? Have you tried this? And so I just naturally was a person that all my friends would come to for nutrition advice. And so fast forward to about five years ago, went to school, Academy of Culinary Nutrition, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I found my people. Like my teacher, Megan Teltner, who founded the school, she showed how you can use nutrition, but in more practical ways. So back to the meal planning. She showed how to do that. She showed us actually how to go out into the world and spread the beautiful culinary nutrition message. And ever since then, I've just been talking about nutrition nonstop. I mean, I have learned to, you know, tamp it down a little bit because I, I do want to have friends. You know, you're not going to have friends <laughs> if you're talking about nutrition <laughs> all day, every day, <laughs> but it just it lights me up. And it's just now, a huge passion for me to help heal our communities just one person at a time. If I can help change somebody's habits to elongate their life and make their lives healthier and help them balance their hormones, then I feel like my work is done. That—that That is why I wake up every single morning.
1: Wow. To be so lit and to have a purpose. I'm just... Thinking like My mind is full of so many questions to ask you based on the energy jumping off the screen. Mm-hmm. One thought that's come to mind is you mentioned um, if you can help folks to change one habit, is there a habit that many of us have that you've noticed consistently across the board that you think, oh, yeah, this person, they just need to consider X? What would that be? absolutely
0: so uh, i'll answer you in two ways so one i want to just lay the foundation that i truly meet everyone where they are and i truly believe that everybody's body is different and unique so there's that but overarching like if we have to really just simplify it and foundational i do still have to go back to the meal planning because when we meal plan, one, as you mentioned, it is mindful of practice because you said that you feel calmer during that day if you know what you're going to have for dinner that night. So if, just imagine how you're going to feel if you know what your meals are for the whole week. Like, I feel like that's a mindful practice. With that said, when we are realistic going through our meal plan, you know, you look at, I teach and again, I won't go into too many details now because we have so many other things to talk about, but just overarching. I teach when you're looking at your meal plan, you start with your calendar because I want it to be realistic. So for instance, if you're looking at Tuesday and you're like, oh, I'm going to a concert that evening or I'm taking my kid to soccer practice that evening, then you're going to know, well, let's do a crockpot meal that morning, put it in. So it's one less thing we have to think about in the evening. You know, there's no more, well... I guess in the perfect world, I was going to say there's no more, you know, running to a fast food restaurant because you haven't planned or because you forgot to pull out the chicken to defrost. It's like, no, that does happen, of course, even when you're meal planning. But in the big picture, when you're planning ahead, you know exactly the ingredients you need to have in your fridge, in the kitchen. And it helps to eliminate a lot of those, quote unquote, poor poor choices. For those of us who are in office situations, there's often, you know, those runs to the vending machine or they run down to the coffee shop really quick just because you forgot to pack a snack or you didn't think ahead to pack a snack. But if you see that on your meal planner, it's like, oh, I got this. It's, again, one less thing to think about because we all live busy lives. There's, there's so many other things, I think, to think about. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'll add uh, before we move on is that a lot of people come to me saying, Michelle, but I just hate to cook. Like, you might be having fun, you might be dancing in your kitchen, but I don't like to cook. And I'm like, well, honestly, I don't always like to cook either. However, when I know what's coming down the pike, I can plan ahead. And then I do have more time to do the things that bring me joy, and to keep me more mindful of other things that enrich my life as well. So, Plan, 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 plan. I I can't say it enough.
1: Okay, wow. Um, When we think about mindful F-U-L-L conversations, because our minds are so full of things, and as you said, you want to go on and do the things you enjoy, Um, I'm wondering if there's one thing you have heard, read, or seen that's impacted where you are today, Absolutely. So much. I feel like
0: there's so many people I'd love to give credit to for this journey of where I am. One story I would love to share is that my father, African-American entrepreneur, died at the age of 66 because of poor choices around food and because of stress. And so he is one of my major reasons why I do the work that I do, because the diseases that he died from, stroke, high blood pressure, these are things that can be avoided with nutrition and with mindful practices and with getting in touch with ourselves and knowing that we are worthy to take a step back to relax into life, and to have the lives and the bodies that we love. And so that might kind of sound sad or negative, but my dad's journey was a beautiful teacher to me. And so if I had to just pick one, I would say he's, uh, and I actually, I'm pausing for a moment and then I'll go back, but I'm pausing for a moment because I recently traveled to Bali and I felt my dad's energy in just such Mm. a really beautiful, comforting, loving way. Like Mm. I took this journey on my own solo. And so I, I have to say it felt very brave because I, I haven't traveled across the globe by myself two weeks as an adult person. And so just knowing that I had his energy around me and protecting me, like it just felt really beautiful. Mm. Um, and Robin, wow. thank you for just giving me a moment to 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 lean into that energy for a moment because I, I feel like I got a little off track. But uh, all that just like my dad is with me yeah. and looking at his life and certain choices that he made, that's been one of the greatest teachers that I've had to get me to this point as far as being this motivated to help others to make better choices for their
1: lives. Oh, I can so feel the energy. Of that Mm. support that you have used in this purpose. Thank you. One of the things that you mentioned is, in addition to nutrition, making um, adding in mindful practices. It's nutrition and is there a mindful? Is there a practice that we could fill our minds and spirits with that marries with nutrition for you? Absolutely. So in addition to my
0: nutrition certification, I also have a, certific- a, certificate? <laughs> a <laughs> have certificate. A certificate. Certificate. <laughs> from the Interconnection Institute in meditation. And so I am a huge proponent in meditating. And I will tell you when I either forget or I get too busy what I call the ego gets in the way and I'm like, Michelle, just get to it as opposed to taking just five minutes to sit in my meditation practice and to thank God for what I have in my life. I can feel my life or my days just kind of get off track when I forget. Mm -hmm. But oh my goodness, Robin, when I remember and I sit even, like I said, for five minutes, it's amazing how that five minutes can completely transform my day help me feel more grounded, help me feel more focused and help me show up for my community. And so, yes, in all my programs, mindset is part of the work that we incorporate with nutrition because I can talk about nutrition all day if you let me. But you as my client and or my participant in my programs, you're not going to find the time or feel that you're worthy to take the time to look at your nutrition if you're not feeling worthy and i think the mindset and the meditation helps us to stay in tune with our bodies so i truly do look at whole person health and the nutrition is a huge part of it but it's not the only part of it
1: that never even occurred to me you know we st- we start with what can i cut out we don't start with what am I putting in and that never occurred to me till so you were just talking about the power of the of meditation in feeling worthy um, around what we are actually putting into our bodies my body is worthy of having good good food inside of it and I'm worthy of the time it takes Thank you Michelle that was I'm my mind is reeling a little bit again because that is a new aha for me so i love that it's
0: i you are so worthy of having the good things in your body oh, and in your mind
1: yeah i think you know i think we eat pretty healthy but one of the things you mentioned in the beginning of the conversation was you know some of the some of the things we've all faced when we were younger around food you know, and I grew up in a um, in a Jewish home and food is love. And I'm very connected through memory of food to uh, my grandparents. And that comes with a lot of blessings and a couple of curses. And I was chubby when I was little. So I still can see that little girl in me sometimes when I look in the mirror. And I have to remember, you know what? She can enjoy her vanilla ice cream. And she can also have fruit salad, you know, like making those choices based on who I am today and remembering that what I sometimes struggle with is is historical and meditation keeps us present. So remembering to be present.
0: And I'd love to add on, which is that I also talk a lot about food being very personal So, yes, I love that you brought up your childhood, you, because, yes, we all have that inner child that still has these messages around food. And for most of us who have grown up in America, food, usually sugar, Mm -hmm. (laughs) equals love. Mm -hmm. And by the way, sugar, it's shown, science has shown that it is one thousand times more addictive than cocaine, Because it hits our amygdala in the same way. And so to get off of sugar can often be way harder than getting off cocaine, which, you know, I don't recommend either one, but just just so we're all clear that I don't want you beating up on yourself if you're like, I'm addicted to sugar or it's impossible to release it. Like first, it definitely is possible to release it but just know and remember, you are human. The second thing I wanted to say on, or about what you shared with the ice cream and the fruit salad, I really love, actually one of my favorite things I love to do is to find traditional recipes and then to put my culinary nutrition spin on it. So let's say, and I'm not saying you said this, but let's just pretend like you said, ice cream is my favorite, then I would say, awesome, Robin, I'm not going to take your ice cream away. However, would you be willing to consider perhaps a coconut nice cream, which is what I call it, which would be like, um, I have a few recipes of smoothies where we put in, you know, the kale greens or the spinach greens and some avocado and coconut milk and maybe a little coconut sugar or maybe some dates. We whip it up and I promise you, it's probably going to taste more delicious than the ice cream you're buying in the fridge or in the store
1: mm-hmm.
0: um if we freeze that smoothie blend it up pull it out of the freezer after about an hour or so it tastes I think like the most magical ice cream ever so I just offer that up to as opposed to saying I'm going to take away this thing mm-hmm. like maybe we can get how we can make the food a lot healthier how about that? okay
1: I love that And in the show notes, will we have a link that will take us to either that recipe or some other recipes, but I would really like that recipe because I love dates and I use them often as a substitute. So, um, and I do throw spinach in my smoothies. You don't taste it. People are like, that's disgusting, but it isn't. You don't taste it. It just makes me think like, oh, I have a little extra, you know, something, something in there. So that sounds great. And I'd love... Um, in the show notes to be able to offer folks some recipes where we're not taking things away, but we're adding something that they can enjoy as well. Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. Okay. (laughs) So cooking right along, (laughs) no pun intended. Um, What's (laughs) something that your mind is currently full of? Thank you for asking.
0: Gratitude is my answer. I... I'm just in this place right now. And I think kind of leaning back to my recent travels and just being more quiet with myself, it let in a lot of these beautiful memories from my childhood. It let in the gratitude that I had with the time that I got to spend with my father. It allowed a gratitude for what I have with my husband and my three children, because when I was away for two weeks, I honestly did not expect to miss my family as much as I did, but when I got home. Oh boy. All of us were just very clingy that weekend. Like it just showed me that, wow, maybe I've taken a few things for granted here. So gratitude is my one word right
1: now. Mm, nice. Um, we could all use a little more gratitude, right? It's something we talk mm-hmm. about, but not always something that we remember to express. So mm-hmm. thank you for that gentle reminder. Uh, One of the things that I think about when you talked a little bit earlier about meal planning is I don't know if other folks have this problem, but I get really, I go to the store, I do my shopping, I come home, I put it in the fridge. I feel like food doesn't last as long as it used to. Ah. Like my, I don't know, stuff gets mushy, or by the time I get to use it, it's not really. As good, and I cannot bear to throw stuff away. But it also, I would say, impedes my intention to make something healthy because I reach for the—I don't know—let's say the arugula, and it's tired. So, any pointers or thoughts on um, how that how to keep our produce fresher longer? You have come to the right person, my friend.
0: (laughs) Yes, you can go to michellefox.com forward slash fresh veggies and your girls got to. I love that you mentioned that because, again, it's going to come to that meal planning because let's say, and I'm not telling you when you have to plan. You are a grown woman. I will say <laughs> a lot of people choose Sunday morning. That's what I recommend because it's often more quiet on Sunday morning. You sit down, you plan for that 30 minutes, you block it off. You tell the kids, the dog, the husband, this is my time. And or wife. I don't you know. I don't judge anybody in your household. This is my time. This is my 30 minutes I'm going to plan. And when you know that, then you're not going to have those extra veggies or the extra food in your fridge, or I should say the random mm-hmm. foods, because you'll know what you're planning to eat that week. Also, this fresh veggies link, michellefox.com forward slash fresh veggies, that is a beautiful guide that I prepared to show you how to keep your veggies fresher for longer. So, for instance, that beautiful arugula. I happen to love arugula as well. Yeah,
1: with dates and goat <laughs> cheese.
0: To mm. it... Oh, I like that. Maybe add some roasted beets in there to make it even. Fancier. Yummy, yummy. Mm.
1: Oh, here we go. <laughs> but I'm sorry, you I interrupted because I got excited. Um, so with when it comes <laughs> to keeping my arugula fresh, you were saying.
0: <laughs> I love Keep it coming.
1: <laughs> so, yes, you're
0: going to want to put it in a glass container, um, preferably rinse it first. so It has a bit of water in it. And then that's going to make it last a good week and a <laughs> half to two weeks. Uh, another hip tip, celery. Celery is, I think, something like 80% water. And so we want to store our celery. Again, glass jar filled in a bath of water. And that'll keep it up to like two and a half, three weeks. Carrots, same thing. Carrots love to be in a water bath. You do with carrots, you definitely want to chop off the um, the growing end, the, the root end, because if you don't, it'll think it wants to keep growing. So that likes water. Um, but again, the chart, I will show you which veggies do not like water. Hip to cauliflower and broccoli. Do not store those in water because they'll mold faster. Particularly with cauliflower, I hate that you know most stores have to wrap it in plastic yes. because any kind of plastic is probably going to be seeping chemicals into our food. Mm-hmm. So sadly, that's the only way I know how to get my cauliflower because I chop it sprouts. Um, so I always say immediately when you get home, just take it out of the plastic, chop it up really quick, put it in a glass jar and put it in the fridge. So, yes, we definitely can find ways to keep that produce stored pressure
1: for longer. Wow. The whole plastic thing is a big, a big issue. How we wrap our food, how we, you know, we don't put plastic in the microwave, but what you're making me Good. think of, and we don't really even use the microwave that much, but what you're making me think of is, I think this girl needs a trip to Bed Bath & Beyond for some glass containers. Cause I do reuse plastic containers from our yogurt. And now that you're talking, I'm thinking time to clean those puppies out and let's get some nice <laughs> glass, like, right, treat myself with my 20% off coupon to all new glass containers. So I think I'll add that to my list today of errands to run.
0: <laughs> and if this helps to motivate you and any yep. of our friends listening. I will tell you the plastics have this thing called xenoestrogens. And so when those xenoestrogens get into our body, it immediately goes up to our blood-brain barrier in our brains, and it kind of fakes as a real estrogen. And as we know, hormones, has this cascade effect, which affects everything from our sleep to our skin to our brain function. And so we do not want any fake hormones running through our bodies, and that's what those xenoestrogens do. So Yes, I, as your favorite culinary nutritionist, I strongly encourage you to get that plastic out of your kitchen. And for my friends who might say, well, that's expensive or, you know, takes too much to start over. I recommend just going to like an ARC or a Goodwill. Oh
1: my gosh, of course.
0: Glass jars that will be like five, 10 (gasps) cents, you know, everybody can afford to put their food in glass jars.
1: Okay. That was a brilliant (laughs) tip. My sister in law's hilarious. She is the Goodwill Queen. She bought me Rydell wine glasses, four stemless wine glasses for a dollar each. She is the queen. I, I am so excited to text her when we get off and give her a mission <laughs> of helping me build my new glassware. Um love from Ark and Goodwill.
0: Oh, and including you said you like to recycle the yogurt. Yeah. What we can also recycle our excuse me recycle our pickle jars Yes I do those our I jars. do that's what we do
1: Okay the jar thing is hilarious we keep jars <laughs> and my daughter um who doesn't live with us any longer she lives some you know she lives she has a roommate she lives in Berlin and he gives her grief because <laughs> she keeps her jars and he's like why do we have so many jars? You've got to clean these jars out. And she says, I don't know. I grew up, my mom keeps jars. I make salad dressing That's in nice them. I open my olives and throw them in a jar from the can, you know? So, okay. I'm on a mission. Glass. Good job. Okay.
0: Good job, mommy and daughter. That's
1: awesome. <laughs> now That's I can awesome. tell her we're legit in our little OCD-ness. Okay. So respectful of time, uh, I like to. Uh, I'm going to switch gears, because one of the fun parts. We're going to step. Not that this hasn't been fun. This is a, this is terrific, and I just want to add a little bit of a new dimension in for folks to maybe get to know you differently, or may, who knows what comes of this little. Game I've been playing where I like to ask a question from Deep Talks Daily Questions. And I discovered it by one of my favorite authors who I mention in every podcast. His name is Dan Pink. So Dan uses this every day, like you use meditation. He does a Deep Talk Daily Question to sort of think through and begin his days. Want to play along? The way we do it is I, it's, um, they're AI generated questions. And they're from 1 to 365. So I, would love I sort that. of spin a wheel and it lands on a question. And then we can, we can riff from there. What do you think? Okay. All right. Love so it. you want to pick a question between 1 and 365? How about 297? Okay. Spinning my wheel to 297. At least I'm spinning my wheel to something instead of just spinning it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You are adorable. Okay. Are you
1: ready? <laughs> Here's I'm your question. Ready. Wow. What is the number one thing you want to accomplish this year?
0: Mm, I like that. Wow. Number one thing I want to accomplish. I want to be be and it look I think I alluded a little bit to it but I'm happy to share with you now I want to feel 100% connected to my spirit to the universe to my god I would love to be masterful over keeping my ego down here let her know she's doing a great job and she's fine I know she's been trying to help me out this whole time but I'd love to be a hundred percent connected, knowing that God's got my back, knowing that I can relax and lean into the universe. And so at the end of the year, if I'm feeling completely connected, then I will know that I have been successful. Mm-hmm.
1: I have a Robin question. How do mm-hmm, how, how do you know when you're connected? Yes. I that. I
0: know because I get fleeting moments, and those fleeting moments feel like I'm home, like I'm home in my body. I'm home feeling relaxed. I'm not attached to my calendar. I'm not anxious about what's happening in my child's life. I'm not worried about, you know, have I done enough today to help another person? It's just this relaxed, knowing that, yeah, we've we've got this, we're, we're in the flow, just knowing that I'm in the flow. So it's just that feeling. It's a feeling.
1: Wonderful. All right. Mm. Well, I want to make sure that you have time, right, to go and do the things you need and want to do. So I am going to wrap us up because I could go on with you all morning. And I hope that we'll have an opportunity to talk again in other ways. If you want listeners to remember one thing about you, Michelle, and our conversation, if you want them to fill their minds with something, what would that be?
0: Number one, that you are worthy of taking the time to take care of your body. If when you think of Michelle Fox, culinary nutritionist, if nothing else, I just hope that it sparks you to be like, oh, yeah, I can take that moment to meal plan. Oh, yeah, I can go grab those glass jars and store my veggies. Oh, yeah, I can take five minutes out of my day to meditate and ground and be in touch with myself.
1: Then I will know that my job has been done. Nice. Okay. I want to leave us on this one note, no pun intended again. I'm just full of them this morning, but we talked about you how you started the conversation with that. You love to dance. And I mentioned, I put on music. I wish my listeners could see you dancing right now. Um, I tend to put on music and I wonder if there's any particular music or soundtrack or anything you can leave us with that you put on when you are making your meals fun. So
0: I love Pandora. I actually love Spotify as well. But Pandora has a tropical house station. And so that's usually the station that we play when we're, well, I'm usually the one cooking. Who are we kidding? (laughs) But (laughs) when I say we, you know, the kids will come in the kitchen once in a while. We'll have a little spontaneous dance party. My husband, not so much. He'll just sit back and watch me dance. and, And that's fine, too. But we love tropical house to get us.
1: In the good Tropical House. Okay, and that's on Pandora. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna give a listen. I I Mm -hmm. float all over. It depends on the mood of the day. But my new and latest is The Bear, B-E-A-R soundtrack from the T V (gasps) show. Oh my god, that didn't even occur to me till just this moment. Holy moly Batman. Hmm. Okay, so my new soundtrack is The Bear, B-E-A-R, from the TV show, The Bear. Have you seen it?
0: I've never even okay. heard of it. Okay, I'm sorry. This is
1: a Robin digression, and I'll make it very fast. It's about a chef Perfect. in Chicago. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I love it, love it, love it,
0: love yes. it. Yes,
1: <laughs> it's terrific. And and the music it. is wonderful. And so I've been listening to it, and I never, until this moment, put it together that I'm listening to the bear <laughs> while I'm cooking. Duh.
0: (laughs) We are connected. That's amazing. Okay.
1: Oh, well, on that note, I want to thank you so much for everything you've taught me from Instagram reels to culinary tips to what finding my new glass jars and keeping my produce fresh and taking the time to make a plan. I know I'm gonna feel so much better when I know. What we're doing, and that I can change it around. If I'm not in the mood for what I've planned for Tuesday, I can look at another day and at least know that I have everything I need to be flexible and successful.
0: Absolutely. Oh, thank
1: you so Absolutely. much, Michelle. My
0: pleasure. Thank you. All right, everyone.
1: So there will be lots of links in our show notes and you can find Michelle. You can chat with her directly. You can download a free guide on how to store your produce to keep it fresher for longer. You can follow her on Instagram like I do and get some fun ideas and some lighter heart while you're in the kitchen. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, everyone. Will you help me out? I would be so honored for a
0: review on one of your favorite podcast platforms, because when you do that, it helps others to find us. And it truly will help my goal of building healthier communities one person at a time. This review I want to read to you. It just makes my heart so happy. Here we go from Happy130. Michelle gives me life exclamation point. Michelle brings all the joy and energy to healthy eating. I love listening to her. She offers great tips and insights on eating healthy, but she makes it fun, sexy, and cool too. So thank you, happy 130. You give me life. I sincerely appreciate that you took a moment of your time to leave a review. So if you too would be so kind as to leave your thoughts about this podcast, I would be sincerely grateful. It is also likely that I will give you a shout out on this podcast as well. I would love to read your review on the next episode. So again, go to your favorite podcast platform, leave a review, and you never know if you'll pop up. All right, talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Healthy, Sexy Nutrition. Have you been driving, doing laundry, or walking around the neighborhood? Sweet! I've got show notes for you at MichelleFox.com forward slash podcast. Click over there when you are ready. I will let you know that on the page, you will find resources to support what you just learned on today's show. And of course, you can grab some health supportive freebies as well. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so honored if you would leave a review on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It will help me with my mission to build healthier communities one person at a time. Big love from your favorite culinary nutritionist and health coach. And until next week... Keep showing up for yourself and know that you and your health matter.